Okay, we're beginning a new series. Uh, we're not doing cop uh, anymore. We're not doing poppers anymore. Uh, but we haven't come up with a new name yet. I think my mind was a little bit more wrapped around what's going on in the events of the world and the Tsaris and Tfilis. I couldn't uh, be creative enough in imagination to come up with a new approach yet. So for now, it was just the kugel and a schmooze. Uh, we'll figure something out hopefully by next week when Be'ez Hashem things calm down in the world or Mashiach will come and he'll take over this year. So for today, Be'etzam, I would go through some poppers, but it's not poppers anymore. And really I wanted to talk a little bit about a little bit about what's going on and just my feelings. And I'll preface by saying something that a wise man once said. Nisht als vas mitracht darf men not everything that's in your brain has to be expressed. You don't have to say everything you're thinking. But some things that I want to share, I'll share. Um, to me, it just seems quite evident. I, I accept 100% the hadrach of my rabbi, Rabbi Yibruni, who said that this whole event, this whole thing that took place, Zakash Baruch demanding something of us, but not that Hashem is upset at us. But he's demanding an elevated level of and doing things for Klai Yisrael. And so that changes a lot of the perspective about what's going on here in the world. And it's scary. What can I say? In general, I'm not a scaredy cat. Yehudu is missing 3 o'clock in the morning this past Simchasteira. And, uh, and his very caring, loving, dear mother was terrified where he is 3 o'clock in the morning. But uh, I also am very loving and caring but I wasn't terrified. <laughs> and he showed up uh, a little bit before 3.30. Everything was beside the Baruch Hashem. I'm not someone that's quick to get scared, but I have to say, uh, what's going on is a bit scary. There should be nothing to be scared of. Because Baruch should protect Klai Yisrael. I hold that the fact that we didn't have any terrible incidents today, even though there were rallies going on today in many colleges all across America, and Baruch Hashem, nothing happened. That's the response to our tefillahs. That's not natural. In nature, we have a bunch of these cousins of ours gathering together pro-Palestine against the Israeli regime. The natural response to that, Rachman is bloodshed. The fact that Baruch Hashem, Be'ezah Hashem, we haven't heard of anything as a result of today's rallies. It's not, oh, you see, there was nothing to be scared of. There was a lot to be scared of. But Hashem heard our tefillahs, hopefully. And supernaturally, Hashem dumbed down these rallies that they shouldn't be riled up enough to cause us any damage. So number one, we have to be thankful to HaKadosh Baruch who literally not that there was nothing to be scared of. Oh, the cops, yo, yo, we see world news. There's no credible uh, threat uh, looming ahead. There's a lot of credible threat looming ahead, and we should be terrified. What do you do when you're terrified? You don't run away from the base of Medrash or close down yeshivas or minyanim. Yaakov was terrified of Esav. He was terrified. Ve'ira. He was fearful. He was terrified. 
But he didn't run away. He went to Yeshiva Shem Haver. Had learned. We don't run away when we're terrified. We run together when we're terrified. And we do something about being together. Besides for eating kugel. We daven, we learn, we beseech from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So if anybody to think, oh, <laughs> scared he gets, there was nothing to be scared of, it's Sheker V'chazov. Rachmanin it takes a lot less for these bloodthirsty hoodlums to go and draw Jewish blood. And the fact that Baruch Hashem, it didn't happen today in New York, Baruch Hashem, Nisi, Nisim, hopefully, hopefully the Ebrister is answering Atfilas, and Be'ez Hashem, he should continue answering all the Tehillim, all the gatherings, all the Kiddush Hashem, all the Achtos, all the Torah, because Baruch Hu should continue answering that tomorrow, invite her, invite her. So that's number one. Number two is, normally, I feel very terrible giving like a little Muzzah now because... Now it's usually when we learn Torah. That's why I like to give poppers. It's a lot of different Torah. Poof, 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 poof. You know, a lot of different Torah. One after another, one after another, one after another. And every word of Torah is, is tremendous. But I mama told that Akash Baruch Hu brought this whole event in a special time of year. How often do we have a whole week paid us him after Zukas? Talk about the base Medrash Bakr. You literally had a whole week. You don't usually have it. Usually Shabbos breaks it up. Yeah, it's the middle of a week. You know? It's a very rare occasion that you have a whole week in Asmanim. And usually, sadly, what happens with a whole week or quite a few days after Sukkot till Asman starts, guys do nothing. Before Sukkot, we say it's Risha and Lachet, the first day of Sukkot. Everyone's so busy with the mitzvahs and Sukkot and Lulav and that's And this year, all the more so, people were so busy that it's raining and it's not raining. Building the Sukkot, it was a whole zach. We're all busy with mitzvahs. And now it's going to come a week. Abed Asmanim, it's not an ace Torah. Yeah. It's an ace Tfila. Sometimes it's a little bit of a hard balance. Should we daven now or should we learn now? Should we daven now or should we learn now? Do we interrupt Seder for, for saying Tehillim or not? It's a big Shiloh. It's not Pashat. But because Baruch chose a week where for the most part the Beti Medrash don't really have this man yet. They didn't start learning yet. The Atzorois of Tfila, all of these gatherings of Tfila, won't stare the Sidre Beza Medrash. What a time to daven. Without any impediments, without any kviyas and chavrusas, it's an opportunity to daven. Hashem set up it at this time that all of us should have the opportunity to be tzayik, to be daven, and it shouldn't just be tzayik. It's a very different time than ever. There's a very good chance that, according to many shitas, there's a mitzvah de'oyraisa to say tzayik now. Deoyraisa. When there's an ace sorrow, the Rambam says, any time there's an ace sorrow, there's a mitzvah de'iraisa to be tzoyik. And tzoyik, by the way, doesn't mean to say words of prayer. We always say words of prayer. That's called davening. You say, well, hopefully you're saying the words of prayer. But now it's not a time to say words of prayer. It's a time for tzoyaka, to scream from the heart. That's really what it is. It was just a health in it that should be Hatzalah for us and for all of Klai Yisrael. There's a big movement now going around the world, especially amongst the Israelis that are perhaps not so religious. One Shabbos, let's all keep Shabbos. And I, you, you have to be blind to notice that this whole thing is happening right after Yom Leroyim, right after Yom Kippur, right when everybody has an opportunity to make a fresh start, right by the Erste Shabbos. That we're reading Barshas Barashas Briyas Ha'ilam. 
An edus, a testimony. You have to be blind not to see the hashkaka that Hashem is giving this opportunity of freshness. But you also have to be an achzor, an estranged person to think that it's just for them. Just like we're unified in Klai Yisrael, and we're all being nice and oil, hopefully taking on certain things, maybe not going after our favorite luxuries. That's why we didn't have the poppers tonight. We shouldn't have to have our most favorite luxuries right now. Play a role a little bit in the suffering of our brothers. <coughs> but together with that, I think Shabbos could be a tremendous, tremendous Zach for all of us. I don't know why. I fell asleep last night thinking about this. I don't know why. But it says in Gemara Masak the Shabbos. And we say it in Zmir, it's such a beautiful Zmir we have. Uh, uh, this is very out of character for me, but I'm going to go through the song. How beautiful is the rest of Shabbos the Queen. Therefore, we're excited, we rush to greet you. We wear nice clothing. We light nairs with raka. We finish all of our work. We don't do any work. We prepare Erev Shabbos, all sorts of sweets. Everything's supposed to be ready. We fattened up uh, poultry. And we set up dishes and dips and drinks and wines. The most luxurious, uh, deluxe gala foods. Shalosh Bamim, three times. Nachlas Yaakov Yirosh, such a person, he gets the Yerusha of Yaakov, Belimitzarim, without boundaries. No boundaries. No Gaza border, no southern border, no western border, no Lebanese border, no nothing border. Believe borders. Everything's ours, as far as the eye could see. Garnish, nothing. The Chabdu Ashivarosh, both poor people and rich people respect Shabbos, and then there's Zoycha Tegu'ula. If you keep Shabbos, you guard Shabbos, you'll be an Am Segula. Finally, finally ends up saying, goes through a few more stanzas. And finally, I don't know why. I'm sure there's many Pshatim. When I was thinking about saying this tonight, so last night I was in bed, I was thinking about this, I fell asleep. And it was Nizgala to me in a chalot. No. <laughs> no, I don't have pshat. I'm sure many of you do have a pshat. What's the Indian, the midah, connected midah, specifically the Chabbos, the to be saved, mechevle, Mashiach? I don't know. I'm sure if I look into it over time, you know, maybe over Shabbos, we'll find pshatim. It's not like there's no pshatim on it. I just didn't get around to looking into it. But as a state, and it's often in Gemara and Mesach the Shabbos, that somebody who's Zohir B'Shalish Seudos B'Shabbos, he is protected from the Chevle Mashiach. I don't know if this is Chevle Mashiach. I hope so. For two reasons. Number one, we have a guarantee out. Inshallah Shabbos. Hey, it's easier than switching the locks on your doors. Trust me. It was a big ASIC today. Aside from the fact I'd love it to be Chavli Mashiach, because hopefully, hey, there'll be a nice big grand finale. <laughs> I don't know if it's Chavli Mashiach, but it is clear that if Chavli Mashiach is something that is such a horrible, terrible, 
horrific affliction that the Mandi Omrim in the Gemara says, I'd rather not meet Elio or Mashiach, I'll be, I shouldn't suffer in the Kefli Mashiach. That's how severe Kefli Mashiach is. The Damoyroim said, forget the, the beast thing and forget the honey. I don't need the Chavalim and I don't need Mashiach. That's how bad the Kefli Mashiach are. I don't know if it's Kefli Mashiach or not. But if Shalashudas could protect from that, I assume it could protect from other things too. We all know Shabbos is a Shmira. Right? Famous thing, if you sh- keep Shabbos, whoever keeps Shabbos, Shabbos keeps him. The famous story, which was the art site this week, of uh, the Triangle Shirt Factory with the girl who, who uh, avoided going to work and the whole factory bur- burned down. Nothing to do with uh, what's his name, Seltzer, water, Seltzer, and, and then when Zadie was young. <laughs> the, the, uh, this Shmiras Shabbos is a Shmira. And all of us can improve. This Madregas, so we all say Kados Mechalaloi. This Kol Shoimer Shabbos. This Kol Mekadesh Yemashvi. There's different Madregas in Shabbos. Many different Madregas. And everyone can do something. The Chavetz Chaim, anytime somebody needed a segula for something, the Chavetz Chaim would say, Do something extra for Shabbos. If normally Shalash said this, you don't wash, start washing. But don't start washing this Shabbos. Because then you'll be in trouble. Because something might happen to you tomorrow. But we have a Yisrael, not the Manishma. If you commit now, it's like it's already done now. So if we could figure out a commitment already tonight, Lekavit Shabbos, whether it means washing the Shalash of this, maybe it means getting some people Shalash of this, they just have leftovers, they just have... Show some extra honor to Shabbos, and I don't know why, but for some reason it's specifically Shalash of this, the Gemara says. Has this Kayach, this Segulav, to be Shomer person, Nechavle Mashiach. So take something on. Maybe get a special dish just with Shalash It's not the first or second suit of Shabbos. Oh, this dip is special with Shalash This herring is special with Shalash eh, Something. A bulkala, yeah, a fresh one, your favorite one, the one with the 15 toppings and the toasted outside and the soft inside of the <laughs> And the locks. Something. <laughs> Do something with Kavit Shabbos. If you know that in some area perhaps they're a little bit lax and sometimes in Nikshal and something, take that on. And with the commitment before Shabbos, hopefully tonight, before Chasim Shalom, any dangers could come up tomorrow. It's Ki'ilu, it's already Nasa, it's already as if it's done, and we have that in place, the Shmirah, the Haganah of Shabbos in place. The Iun Yaakov brings down that Be'etzim Shmirah of any mitzvah has a Koyach Shmirah on a person. Shomer mitzvah lo yeda davara he says means someone who guards a mitzvah consistently. We all know the Gemara of the Shabbos, the last mission, the second last mission, the first parak, right? And the Maribe Rab says that it means like the Gemara Megillah says that if you keep one mitzvah absolute from beginning to end, this one's never getting by me. This one I'm never going to mess up on. This one I'm never going to be lenient to my head with. This, I'm keeping this from beginning to end. You're a guard on that mitzvah. That mitzvah guards you. Matthew, that mitzvah is a shmirah.
When it comes to Shmira, Shamas, where the whole Indian is Shmira, 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 Shamas, Shamas. Second thing I wanted to mention that's a Shmira, something that uh, Rabbi Don Segel spoke about, it was on Yeshiva World News. The Kayak of Lane Yeshmei Rabbah. You go to these minyanim and people are saying to him, this and that, and then there's a Kaddish said, and what happened? You lost the pinnacle. We lost the crowning moment. The crown jewel is the main Yehish Rabbah. That's it. That's what passes through all the Shabbayims. And tears. So if you cried in the Tehillim, Gishmaka tears, okay. <laughs> but if you didn't cry, Mamish tears, this is going to get you through the main Yehish Rabbah. It is a covered Shabbos, yeah. It's, it's not that Gemara about Shalashuddhas, but it's 100% it's a covered Shabbos. The whole Indian Malam Malka is a covered Shabbos. I heard from Rabbi Reisman. I heard from Rabbi Reisman that he took upon himself, that he heard from Chaim Kenevsky. This was in his Shleshim uh, Hespid on Chaim Kenevsky, that he said that uh, he heard from Chaim Kenevsky. Chaim Kenevsky said that if people would know the difference of schar between a guy who washes Malava Malka and doesn't, everyone would wash. <laughs> and from then, Rabbi Reisman said, he's starting to wash. <laughs> it's hard. Especially if you were Mechabit Shabbos with the Kishmaka Shalashudas. Malava Malka comes even harder. But the word is do something. Make a commitment, something new, something fresh, something that you weren't doing so well until now. Make it fresh, look of it, Shabbos, an extra Shmir Shabbos. And with that, maybe you'll be Mitzdarev and all those Yidin in Eretz Yisrael that haven't kept Shabbos Rachman And hopefully, maybe this Shabbos they are. There's a big thing that if even the people are not Shabbos Shabbos, make Kiddush Friday night. This Shabbos, make Kiddush. There's a big thing even for the Friar. Make Kiddush. This Friday night, make Kiddush. It's a big thing going on. Let's take Shabbos Barashas, the Ersh, the Shabbos of the year, and do something about it. But let's make a commitment that we could keep. Shouldn't be something too hard. Something is too difficult. Maybe washing Malak is too much. Yeah? There's something light. Something that's not so difficult. But let's be shamer it and keep it. Nebuch is a health and it should be a shmir for us. Okay. Let's talk a little bit more about Shabbos and maybe a few more things on the parasha. The strange thing about, uh, about Shabbos is that we all know that there's some people stand up for Kiddush. Who here has a minute to stand for Kiddush? I stand for Kiddush. Half. Oh. Some people sit by Kiddush and some people stand for Yoim Hashishi Vayichulu Hashemayim and then they sit down. That's weird. I'm sorry to say. <laughs> That's weird. But why do you do it? It's brought down in Shulchan Aruch. Because Yoim Hashishi Vayichulu Hashemayim is Yud Kei Vav Kei. But it's still weird because it's two different Psukim. <laughs> it's it's Vayar Lekim is Kol Hashemayim Hinei Toi Mo'id the end. A nice pay with a big lab blank space in the Sefer Torah. <laughs> and then comes the next day. And we like here smash them together. You'd cave off, stand up, sit down. I would like to suggest that perhaps that's where you see the tremendous, tremendous Haley Kaiser Shabbos. It's right then. The, the, that time. Right in between <laughs> the end of Yom Hashishi and the beginning of Yom Hashvi, that's the time where the, the Kedusha Shabbos really comes through, where just everything stops. The minute by us is we're, we're, we're davening Mincha already in the middle of that. 
Everything already stopped a few minutes before, hopefully. Right? Nobody's doing it, even if you bring something to shul, you know, but you know, that's it. Once you're middle of milcha, you're pretty much done. It's not so nicker. Right? But in some homes, you know, you know, whoo, in that time, the sparks are flying. That's where you see the mamish, the division, or fakert, when somebody's makabal shabbos a little early, and he bonds the yoyim hashishi to the yoyim hashvi. Ooh, when you turn yoyim hashishi into yoyim hashvi, when you're makabal shabbos a little early, and you bring a little bit of the shem hashem into the yoyim hashishi. Oh, that's a tremendous, tremendous kedusha. Someone who's makabal shabbos a little bit early, that's tak of the fuse. Of these two, you bring Makadish as a whole, you bring Kedusha into the Yom HaShishi. The Arachayim, Yesakasha, the wise it say, Vayichal, Hashem finished, Vayyom HaShim, Lach Yashua, so, Vayyish, boys. And then he rested. I mean, first of all, they pretty much mean the same thing. He finished, and then he rested. Maybe you say rested first, and then finished. Arachayim brings down the famous Medrash. Rashi also speaks about it. Mm-hmm. That HaKadosh Baruch who created the uh, Mazikim, the Shadim. Just around Mishmash. Hey, you almost finished them. Shabbos, drop in the middle. What, the Abishnah didn't have enough time to make them? It says Hashem, if Hashem would have continued building the Mazikim, they would be so powerful and so strong that they could destroy the world. But there wasn't enough time. Wow, well, lucky, right? What, Hashem ran out of time? What is that supposed to mean? Zogda Arachayim, no! The Abishta was teaching us a tremendous lesson. He Hibadavka put off the creation of these things till the last moment before Shabbos to teach us an important lesson. Not only when Shabbos comes should you make sure to finish everything you're doing and everything is Vayichal. It's finished. You're finished. But even something that's not finished that you were in the middle of, Vayish boys, it's unfinished. <laughs> But I'm still going to rest. Even when you have unfinished business, Afalpiket, you go to rest. And when you do that, that's a lot harder than when you finish something. When something's unfinished, and Afalpiket, you put it to rest. Which Rashi always says, that means that in your mind you should consider as if it's done. In your mind you should consider it as if there's nothing on your head to take care of and finish up much of Shabbos. Shabbos on vacation, it's a different world. Ah, oh, that's the lesson of Vayishbois. And when you do that, oh, it's taka tremendous, tremendous. That's what he says. Okay. Vayivarech elikim es yom hashvi vayikadi shoisai ki vayishavas mikol melach leyashabara elikim lahasais. There's something I want to share with you on this also. Ah, oh, it says whoever keeps Shabbos, whoever keeps Shabbos, Says even if he did avoid the zara kedar enoish, his mechaper Hakadosh Baruch Hu forgives him. The guy goes, he bows down to a getchka, oh Shabbos, you know, and that's it. And Hashem is Michael him. Why dafka? Somebody who did avoid the zara kedar enoish. You see, dar enoish. What's the word enoish mean? Enoish means a small man, like a midget. That's enoish. Enoish. The Mepharshim say that Enosh was a person who started telling people we're too small for God to care about. Oh, there must be his servants we could talk to. The sun, the moon, the stars, other powers in the world that, he, that are less than God we could talk Because man is too small for Hashem to talk to. 
of a Shabbos elevates a person to be like a Malach Elikim. And we all know that when a person has an elevation, he's forgiven. He's a new mensch. Chazin Daimel Malach, Jim Kipper, boom! Navayers, how'd that happen? I'm a new person, a different person. I just got elevated. Somebody who's Nismana Panis al Someone gets a position of to be a gadol, to be a flabbish askin. <laughs> he, he becomes a parnes al He's forgiven. Chasin, melech, How's that happen? Because you become a whole new different person. <laughs> the avarice, everything disintegrates like the dust of the earth. They fall behind you. That's what Shabbos does. Rabbi Ruchim. My wife's great-grandfather, Rabbi Shlomo Volba, was made that when he first came to yeshiva in the middle of the week, he saw Rabbi Rukhim, he watched Rabbi Rukhim all week. It was unbelievable to watch Rabbi Rukhim. And when Shabbos came, Rabbi Rukhim left, and there was a new mashkiach in Mir for Shabbos. And he asked one of the Bachram, what's the name of the Shabbos mashkiach? He says, Shabbos mashkiach, what are you talking about? He says, the mashkiach left, who's the, who's the mashkiach here on Shabbos? He said, Rabbi Rukhim. He said he looked so different on Shabbos, he thought he was a different person. And Reb Volba, by the way, wasn't a Hasidish, a Rebbe type of person. He was a staunch Litvak, a Yekid, a staunch Yekish Litvak. If you could put the two together, yeah. And he said he was a different person. But Etzem, that's what Shabbos is supposed to do. I don't know if we're on that Madreka. Shabbos elevates us to the extent that we're like a different person. Everything we've been thinking about during the day on Friday, psh, gone, who, what, where, where is it's a different person. Like like my principal now says in my yeshiva all the time, there used to be yeshiva called YDH. <laughs> where is the different yeshiva? <laughs> it's a whole different matzav. whole different matzav. Shabbos is an elevated matzav. This is what the Ibshtah told Kayan after he killed Evel. Why is your face down? If you do good, you'll be elevated and the sin on its own will evaporate. There's an approach to tshuva where a person doesn't elevate. He just regrets it and he makes a Kabbalah lost. And then there's a type of tshuva that the Rambam describes, Nasa ki'ish acher, Meshane shemoi ki'ilu hu ish acher. I'm not the person that's in. He's all different person. Andra Mensch. Andra Mensch is gone. He's not the same person. It's like a shaver kli, and you make a new kli out of it. It loses all of its tumah. Shambas has that ability. And to the extent that someone allows himself to be elevated, to be a whole different person on Shabbos. No worries, no daggers, no stress, no, no thoughts about business, nothing. It's a whole different Metzias, that's Shabbos. Let's go to the beginning of the Pasham. So Bereshis, Zog Rabbeinu Ephraim, is brought down on the Chidor. Bereshis is Gematria. Taryag Shin. To tell you that Shabbos represented by the letter Shin, is equal to Tar Yag. There's a strange Medrash Pliya that the uh, Hanukkah Zabayis brings up. I think it's actually in a Gemara. Borashana. Bikesh Koheles li yois kebaisha. Anybody know who's Koheles? Shlaima. He was the smartest man. So he's like competition with, you know, it's only one other guy. Competition with. Moshe. Avi kol chachma, right? Avi kol anaviim. 
So it says, Kayhelas thought that he could be, you know, Moshe's equal. Pikesh Kayhelas, Leah's Kemoshe. Zagri Bainishalaylam, Yoisher Divrei Emes. And you're gone. What? What does that have to do with anything? Moshe Emes would say, Rasa Emes, why can't Shlaima be with him? He says, a Moshe Dechesh, listen to this. So if you look at the first few words in Mauritius, here it is, look. The first few words of Rajas, the Soyfei Tevais spell out MS. Baro Elikim Ace. The Soyfei Tevais Alav Memsaf. But the truth is, you could also spell MS with the first three words. Tough is the last letter of Rajas. Aleph is the last letter of Baro. And Mem is the last letter of Elikim. It's out of order, the letters. But it's also MS. Aleph. It's a Saf, Aleph, Mem. So Shleim and Alex are like this. The Eberster could have written the first word. Betchila, bara. Barishayna, bara. Why do you pick Barashas? Barashas is a funny word. Rashi says, Eina Mikrela, Tarshuni, of all the drushes. It's a weird word to start with. Why do you start with Barashas? Oh, so he's going to say it like this. It started with Barashas because Hashem needed the word MS to be there. So, tough Aleph Mem is MS. By saying that, you know why Hashem wrote Barashas? Not for all the drushes in Rashi. Hashem wrote Barashas because he had to get in something with a saf. Zakhtar said, no, 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 no. Yoisha divrei emes. The word emes is spelled correctly. Yoisha, straight. It's from bara elikim ace. I didn't write Barashas as a weird word just to get in a tough. I wrote Barashas as a weird word to darshan. Bishrila tairajanik Barashas. Bishril Moshe Shenikroreshis. Rashi doesn't bring down that drush up, but the Medrash brings down that drush as well. Oh, Shalom Hamel says, oh, if the whole belt was created, Bishril Atayra Shenikroreshis, U Bishril Moshe Shenikroreshis, I realize I'm, I'm second best. I'm not, I can't be up there. That's it. Yoyesha Dibrayamas, Moshe being his king, and maybe I'm second best, but that's it. Okay. We know that Talmud Amalek thought that we should start the Torah with Elikim bara Bereshis. And that's why when they translated the Torah into Greek, they, tra- they wrote it as Elikim bara Bereshis. Why do you want to start that way? Well, first of all, God should have the first word, you know, Elikim, you know. Second of all, shouldn't the first letter of the Torah be an Aleph? The Aleph thought so too. Not just Talmud. Talmud begins with a tough. But the Aleph also thought that the first letter of the Torah should be an Aleph. And they just said, no, base. And there's many different reasons. Yalkut Shmaini talks about it. Why? One reason is because Aleph means Arur. <laughs> no, start with Arur. Base is Bracha. That's a good letter to start with. I'm sorry to say, you know, but there's a lot of good things with Aleph too. I don't know, like Achila, you know, Papyrus. No, that starts with a pay. Okay, sorry. Huh? <laughs> Huh? Amen. Amen. Oh, Muna, yeah, MS. A lot of good stuff starts with MS. With, with Aleph. And Bayes. I'm sure there's plenty of bad stuff. I mean, bad starts with Bayes, no? But Bayes is bracha. Had an Aleph, automatically come order. And has Bayes. So the answer is like this. The Etzem, two. We know the Shadim are attracted to the number two. Why? Two represents division. That Luchayr is a bad thing. That's why Shadim are attracted to the numbers too. Because it's divisive. 
The fact that Hashem created anything in the world besides for Himself gives room for somebody to think, hey, there could be something else in the world besides for God. And forget about Enoid Movadai, the Gavaldigas Segula that we didn't mention for Shmira. Enoid Movadai. But you can forget about it. Oh, there's a world. There's something else besides for God. Bez is a very dangerous thing to think about. So, why did Hashem make the world with a base? The answer is because the only way Akadish Baruchu can give chesed is if he creates something to give chesed to. The whole mitzvah of the Bria, of there being a creation, is for Hashem to give bracha to. That's the base of Bereshis. Bereshis is all about base. The, the letter base is a bias. A bias means inclusive, where there's many people with different personalities. Oh, shalom bias. Woo! Yeah, a bunch of personalities all coming together in one bias. That's a bias. It's inclusive, even though Lachar, one is subtracting from the other, one is taking away from the other, one is. That's a bias. It shears and it gives, even to one's own deficiency. Like Nasa Adam. When Hashem said Nasa Adam, it seemed that Kivayachal as if there's more uh, gods that Hashem is talking to. But Hashem was willing to teach the lesson of humility to us, of Anivas to us, even risking the Apikars of saying, Oh, look, there's more than one God. So Hashem created, but Aluf and Aleph, which represents Aluf, almost like the English word Aluf, something that's elevated above. I'm the only one, Aniva Afsioid. Aleph is one, only one, only one. Only one. Aleph. When people think of only one, that's Arur. Because the aside of bracha is to let bracha flow through you to others. Then you are nisbarech more. And the more that you try to keep things with yourself, I with the capital I, with the ani, with the aleph, spell it in Hebrew, so you always back to that aleph. When it's just ani, oh, there's some other people do, uh, but you're trying to skip and save to protect yourself. That's the aside of earth. Sasham created the world with a base that's voracious. Okay, famous Kasha Rashi says the, the Torah should have started with Hakodesh Elohim, and Rashi answers said that the Goyim should recognize the legit. A boy said, "The Erzda Rashi is speaking to the Palestinians today." It's a shame they don't learn Rashi. We should go into Gaza. <laughs> we should go. Who needs to go into Gaza with missiles? Go into Gaza with Hakodesh Rashi, and we're good to go. <laughs> right? The legitimacy of Kaiser having Eretz Yisrael. That's why Hashem wrote Sefer Bereshis. What's Pshad in that? Zok the Ramban. Zok the Ramban. Raji was bothered. What did Moshe Rabbeinu do when he was three years old? Reb Tovio Reisman. He what? I can't hear you. The coals? Yeah, when he was a little baby? What did uh, what happened when Avram Avinu was on his way to Akedas Yitzchak? A river, pretty good, very nice. Yeah. Uh, how many babies did the ladies have in Mitzrayim? Six. Do you know none of that is written straight up in the Torah? And we all know it. It's called Torah Shabbat Peh. 
Says the Ramban, Rashi was bothered. Why is all this Tosha Bixav? Why can't we have all these stories as Tosha Bixav? How many days did Hashem make the world? Six. What did Hashem create first? Or what happened on day two? Hashem divided the waters on day three. Yeah. Let it all be Tosha Bixav. Who needs it in Tosha Bixav? The answer is Tosh Balpeh is private. It's a gift for us. is ours, and we can't teach it to any other guy in the world. It would have to be private information. If a guy would come up to you one day and say, Rabbi Livshitz, who made the world? You say, Top secret. <laughs> who was your forefathers? I don't know. <laughs> you wouldn't be able to tell him. It's Tosh Balpeh. Why do you have the land of Israel? Good question. Sarachim, I am Rebecca Vegan. You wouldn't be able to say it. Teresh Balpez just for us. So Rashi is explaining, and his whole question was why was the whole Sefer Beratius part of Teresh Bixav, which is public information that Moshe Rabbeinu translated into the best article in the world of the 70 languages? Why didn't he keep a Teresh Balpez just for us? Rashi is very simple. Because the guy need to know who made the world so that we could keep Eretz Yisrael. That's why we have Sefer Barishas. For the guy. Because for us, we could have kept it. It wouldn't sound so good. We don't need Sefer Barishas as a Sefer. We could keep it like all the other Midrashim that we all know. But I thought who wrote it down so the Goyim should know who's the boss of the world. So that the Goyim should know that there's Avraham Oyhavi. So that the Goyim should know. I don't care. But we're able to teach it to them. And if they're honest about it, they'll hear it. And Reva, the Goyim of the world, believe in it. You know, we're living in Western, liberal, crazy America, New York, you know, minority, crazy land. Yeah. We're also minorities, but okay. But the truth is, in Roiv of the world, they're religious and they believe in the legitimacy of the, of the Bible. They believe in it. Uh, they believe the Yashka came later and made some changes, but they believe in the authenticity of the Torah, Avram, Yitzchak, and Yaakov. They all believe in it. But if it wasn't written, they would never have known it in the first place. I go to that.